Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 for patrons. Jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Our top story, Trump says wearing a mask is patriotic. Yes, he did. He tweeted an image of himself wearing that black mask with the emblem on it and him and is walking with his cabinet members. And in his tweet, he said, we are united in an effort to defeat the invisible China virus. And many people say it is patriotic to wear a face mask when you can't socially distance. So there's a couple of things about that tweet that really threw up a flag to me. First of all, the invisible China virus, obviously provocative dog whistling for both deniers and people who think it was released from a lab in China. For me, I always say that the when I see a mask or a mask, uh, a radical maskist, I think that person is saying to me, screaming in my face, there are trillions of invisible monsters everywhere trying to kill us all. Why aren't you wearing your mask? So his tweet spoke to me on that level. But then when he said wearing a mask is patriotic, that opened the floodgates of not only what we've been talking about lately, that it's virtue signaling from from a long, long time. We've been talking about that. But that really reached a crescendo over the weekend, I think, in several different avenues. But as soon as I watched that ritual uh, ritual initiation video from Truthstream Media about th- the importance of masks. I can't see it any other way now. And there are just a few little uh, items that made me think of support that. One is, so, so they are a sign of this ritual submission and not wearing them makes you, in the report from Iron Mountain's words, a despised minority. Well, Fauci, I, to that, yeah. a while ago said that to him, mask is a symbol of doing what you're supposed to do. Absolutely. And there's two things that came out, I think, to support that. One was in Yahoo Sports, there was an article saying, don't politicize mask wearing, just do it. But of course, it's a law. So it is political. But he's politicizing. He's shaming. I read an article, I think, in RT that quoted the Royal Society chief, the head of the Royal Society in England, as saying people who don't wear masks should be shamed the same way drunk drivers are shamed. Now, the difference is it is evident to everyone's own eyes that drunk driving kills people. You've probably seen it happen or something like it happen. Whereas with the mask, it's a matter of faith that it that the killer is really what we're told it is. And it's a matter of faith that the mask can stop the killer or that you could kill people by not wearing the mask. That's a a lot of mental stuff. Yeah, propaganda talking point. Definitely. That's being circulated. I brought something similar up last week at the CNN or New York Times or somebody was saying the exact same thing about it needs to be compared to driving violations, to drunk driving and the dangers that you are presenting to others by not doing what you're supposed to do. So that is definitely a theme they're pushing out there. But wielding a motor vehicle is a deadly weapon. And is your breath a deadly weapon? Is there anything deadly in it? And are you delivering it that way? And is there any way for the people around you? Do they have a right to be within six feet of your face? I mean, it's very, very different. 
And I was reading an article, I think maybe it was Lou Rockwell, appeared on Lou Rockwell, citing an NPR story show where a person representing libertarians said, oh, libertarians are totally in favor of wearing masks. There's no question about that. They only say that if it's going to be mandated, which they also don't have a problem with, other less intrusive ways of getting that done are tried before an actual mandate, all of which is complete nonsense. No libertarian. That is a pragmatic, like, quote, Republican conservative approach. That's what. So it's so it's not even American Republican conservative. It's more the way the English. I, I remember realizing that the English conservatives weren't not for socialism, their whole platform was just that they they can make socialism more efficient. It's beyond any possibility of libertarianism, classical liberalism, any kind of free society to start saying that government is entitled to control everything by force as long as it uses the most pragmatic way available. And that is absolutely not a libertarian thing, but they're bringing libertarians into it. And it is a callback to the Corbett show we did uh, I have one last thing about that. They're bringing everybody into it. This is one of those campaigns where they're getting everybody that speaks to every demographic, religious leaders, libertarians, Republicans, Democrats, now Trump, uh, saying the same messages. And it is having an impact. Friends of mine who are Trump supporters are now changing their position on the mask. And I believe it's because they're seeing Trump signal to them. At first, I thought maybe is this something that Trump is doing to try and get the media to switch to the other side of it like they do? But that's not the case here. I don't think I don't know if this is strictly to get people just to do what they're told to. Maybe they're training the facial recognition technology all over the place like you talked about before. Or maybe they're anticipating some sort of biological warfare from China. Or maybe it's just complete submission. I I don't know. I do know that the same day that Trump tweeted that out. Out, an Epoch Times newspaper, a sample edition, came to my doorstep with the front and center page, America counters China's unrestricted warfare. This newspaper is being pushed a lot. This is the anti-China newspaper, and they have gained prominence over the past year or so. And I've been getting sample editions. And the fact that I got that one on the same day that Trump said, it just seemed weird. It's probably a coincidence, but it seems, seems the China themes are heavy in the air. I would dig in and see if that has any funding from the National Endowment for Democracy, which was behind the Hong Kong protests and is American government funded. I saw that China was hacking into COVID research. So just like Russia, it'll be the perfect thing that everybody doing it is straight out of event 201. They want everybody in different walks of life. The modeling of the mask that Trump is doing is getting people to do it. And what they're and they're digging into minutia of the niceties of the policy rather than the essentials of the policy, just like that comment about the libertarians. Oh, they don't object to the policy. They just object to the way it's worded. That is basically totally reflected parallel to something I read in CNN that explained. Oh, no, no. It was this thing about people in Kentucky This was in Russia today. I didn't see it in regular newspaper, but a couple in Kentucky went to get a COVID test. You saw this? Yeah, I did. They went to get a COVID test because they were going to see somebody who they considered to be vulnerable. They tested positive, even though they were free from illness. They were asked to sign something that they would self-quarantine and ask permission for any kind of 
public transportation or even to go to the hospital, they wouldn't sign it because they wanted the right to go to the hospital. They were put in ankle bracelets to monitor them. And I, it did stand out to me in the article that it said they don't object to the policy in general. They just didn't like the wording about that specific clause. So they're, they're acquiescing, capitulating across the board. Everybody is acknowledging the authority. It's just the details that people are quibbling about. And I do have to get to the thing about what the throwback to the Corbett Speaking of which, on the details of that, there are two lawsuits related to this today in the news. One of them, we talked about this before, Georgia suing the city of Atlanta because Kemp signed an order that does not allow cities and counties to have mask mandates. So what that essentially is, is a battle of local power versus state power. And then in Florida, the teachers union is suing DeSantis because he enacted an order that forces them to go have school at school in the physical location, and they are trying to push back against that. Again, another local versus state thing, and I anticipate that we'll see Trump do something similar on a federal level. Two things. One about each of those stories. The DeSantis thing in Florida, he said to them, I think the issue is they want to keep getting paid, even though they don't want to fulfill the obligations that they're being asked to fulfill, the duties. And DeSantis said, it is not my decision. This is a reflection of Department of Education policy, which we talked about last week. Trump said or tweeted or enacted that the Department of Education would not fund or would re- withdraw some funding if P- if schools didn't open up. So this is very much a local versus state versus federal issue all the way up the line. And of course, hashtag it will take a Republican. Contrary law of democracy. It's your thing yes. that you talked about. It's the Democrat and the liberals are hoping for state local power while the republicans are saying take power away from the local state give it to the state give it federal (laughs) right and in a related matter regarding georgia did you see the article that governor cuomo is visiting georgia i did not see that i knew he had sent a bunch of ppe materials to atlanta or he was going to anyway Well, can you imagine my head exploding rage to see that the day I got into New York, they quarantined California and Georgia, so I couldn't go to Georgia. And this MFR is going to go to Georgia, and I would like to see if him and everybody he has contact with is going to quarantine 14 days after he gets back. That's a great question. My guess is no. I'm enraged. His brother didn't quarantine, even though he was pretending to in his house in the Hamptons. Why? Oh, yeah, because he was out and about. Fighting with people. So look, let me tell you about the CNN thing. It, it it said there was an article in CNN that said the what the hell happened in California? They were doing everything right and now the cases are spiking. And I can tell you from out here, our pediatrician actually said this exact same thing. It's as if he was just reading out of the LA Times. It was very frustrating. And it said that it gave an example. CNN, of course, gives an example with no actual evidence or correlation or connection or anything to anything. Just there was a board of supervisors meeting in San Diego or Orange County. A hundred people showed up. Ninety nine of them were arguing against the mask mandate. So CNN says, well, they got their way and now cases are spiking all over the country, which was like a complete. That's why my cases are spiking all over the country. They got as though that is what they wanted. They got their way. Now there's cases everywhere just like they Oh, wanted. yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, I, I wasn't reading an exact quote, but it, it did sound like that. But here was the thing. You 
you and me and Corbett talked about how they were going to blame anti-maskers for the phase two. Then since then, the protests and the riots came up and I thought, oh, well, maybe they just they just gave up on that plan because they can't possibly suggest that it's the libertarians who are spreading this around or people who resent those kind of uh, unsubstantiated mandates and then ignore the fact that there's a chop. I mean, those guys are I, who knows what the hell was going on in there. The, the uh, unmonitored zone or ignore the fact anyway. that crime levels in Atlanta murder rates are skyrocketing because police have backed off and there's parties in downtown Atlanta near where friends of mine live where they block off the roads, they drag race, they party, they dance in the streets, they do like spin circles in their car and the people are getting shot. There's no social distancing, no masking going on there. I really, I have two little more things on COVID, but I really, really want to talk about that because it is becoming more and more clear that clearer and clearer that the whole George Floyd protest movement defund the police is going to it is as about as classic an example of a dialectic, a thesis, an antithesis and a synthesis as you'd ever seen, if not just out and out backfiring. I want to talk about that in just a second, but let me just wrap up the the COVID stuff. First of all, Okay, so I somebody told me and then I followed up on it and it, there are news articles saying that the White House, so normally the CDC gets all the raw data and then puts it into the numbers I've been telling you about. Last week I said, oh, I expect an incredible decline in the death rates, the regression to the mean, like the latest data points coming out of the CDC, which aren't written in stone because there's a lag time, but some of them are be, beyond the lag time that the mortality rates overall are plummeting. So that supported my theory that changes of policy accelerated the deaths of people who were really on the verge of death. That's what I thought was happening. And I would be validated by that to see towards the end of the year, those numbers reversing. And it looks like that's where it's headed. And I said last week, Johns Hopkins can say whatever they want. They're not a federal agency. The transparency and accountability is limited for them. The CDC, on the other hand, would basically possibly have an issue of being fraudulent in federal reporting or whatever they're responsible for. Now, I read an article that the White House is going to get the numbers directly themselves and give them to the CDC. So that could go one of two ways. It completely redeems the CDC from validating those numbers themselves, and it will be able to just scapegoat Trump and the White House and blame them for any bad numbers that come out. Or they can get good numbers and publish good numbers, which show an incredible decline in the number of deaths and say, oh, the White House is fudging these numbers. Yeah. So I was wondering how they were going to resolve that problem. And I see that coming. Now, there were two other things about the vaccination. One is so it's coming out of out of England where they have socialized medicine, not here. So the age of our dominance and innovation may be coming to an end. And they're saying it may come in the form of two shot doses. So you get two shots forever, every year, forever. That because you can't really get immune to it. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, yeah. that's just so stupid. And then someone sent me a little two minute clip, which is something I'm keeping my eyes open on that estrogen really helps fight COVID. 
So I saw that in your immune system. So I've been saying all along, I suspect that there will be fertility issues with these things or that there'll be two different shots, one for women, one for men. And if they're going to put estrogen anywhere near it or tailor it to sex hormones, I think it's a relative cert- or a high likelihood it's going to have an impact on fertility. Yeah, I noticed that too. And I remember you bringing that up before. I think that very well could be the case. Hey, what's up, guys? With the world as crazy and unpredictable as it currently is, the time to start living a truly sustainable lifestyle, a lifestyle of rugged independence, is right now. And Neighbors Feed and Seed has everything you need to help you do just that. Small engine repair, garden supplies, vegetable plants, bird feed, chicken feed, premium pet food. Neighbors has it all. And right now, they want to give Propaganda Report listeners an opportunity to try one of their new products, Southern Nights CBD Oil, at a 20% discount. So go to NeighborsFeedAndSeed.com or visit the store in person if you live in the Smyrna area and use the promo code PROPREPORT. That's one word, all caps, P-R-O-P-R-E-P-O-R-T, and you'll get 20% off of your CBD oil purchase. Look, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Neighbors Feed and Seed is a fantastic business ran by friendly, knowledgeable, liberty-minded people who bend over backwards to help their customers in any way that they can. Check it out. I promise you, you're going to love it. Quick update. The coupon code PROP, P-R-O-P, all caps, will get you a 20% discount on all CBD products at Neighbors and 10% off on the Starter Feed and Seed Pack, which is PROP Report, no spaces, all caps. And check out the Neighbors Farmer's Market at 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Saturdays. Oh, I've got a shout out, too. We uh, are friends at True Hemp Science, who gave us some awesome samples that I'm really enjoying. I would like to give them a very special shout out and uh, let you know that they put a landing page up for Propaganda Report listeners. You can go to truehemscience.com slash prop report and there should be some specials there now. Fantastic. Are you ready to talk about Kanye? Oh my gosh, I've been waiting to hear. I wouldn't, I wouldn't read the articles because I knew you were going to bring it. Well, here's oh my the story. gosh, I saw your tweet. It was so crazy. The story, you so nailed yeah. that. He has, he's dropping a new album. That's the story on Kanye. (laughs) He's dropping a new album Friday. There's some very interesting tracks in that album, which I'll I'll read off to you some of them here in a second. But Kanye did what what Yee does. Yee, that's what he goes by on Twitter. And that is he used controversy better than anybody on the planet outside of Trump to command all the attention in the world until every single top trend on Twitter was about him. There was Kanye was trending, Kardashians, Kardashian, get out, Bill Cosby, because he tweeted. He went on a series of tweets, just one after the other, just like he did last year when he had a surprise release of his previous album, last time he did this, that just made people's heads spin, made, made people say he's crazy, we need to get help for him. In fact, Dave Chappelle, there's a video that just posted uh, with Kanye. Dave Chappelle apparently flew out to see Kanye because he was worried about him or something like that. You know, you had the two, Dave Chappelle went off the deep end, they say one time. Now they say Kanye's going off the deep end, so he's coming to help him out. But this is how this works. It's important to recognize these things, I think, because people like Kanye, people like Trump, people like AOC, they are fantastic at marketing and advertising the messages they are delivering in the social media age. And if you can see that this is a game, then I think it can help people kind of 
take a breath and not be so emotional in the way that they react to it when they can see that people are choosing the most controversial issues and then they're making statements on the edge of those issues and that they know it's going to cause people's heads to spin go ahead i have a, a few other things about kanye but go ahead i want to get your I, it's about kanye i want to understand some, did you hear the thing about the abortion yes i i, I watched his rally I'm, i I got his okay. rally i got quotes from his rally i yeah. want to hear about that i just wanted to say one thing that i got some funny tweets people are saying well, the funniest tweet was Kanye is what happens when you use MK regular instead of MK ultra, because supposedly he's breaking his programming. And I'll tell you, Britney Spears broke her programming and Dave Chappelle was unable to be programmed until he got broke. And now apparently he's Kanye's handler, uh, it looks like. Right. But what do you really think? Is Kanye breaking programming? Is he is he uh, being a. Is he doing all this according to the script? What I do think you Kanye think? knows exactly what he's doing. I don't know whose script he's doing it according to. He could very well believe some of the things that he talks about. Just because someone is capitalizing off of all the, all the attention they're getting like he is and he's going to sell a lot of albums doesn't mean he doesn't believe some of the things that he's saying. In fact, watching his rally... I believe that he does believe some of the things that he's saying. He's all over the place, and the positions he takes are not ideologically one way or the other, and it really confuses the audience because they don't have those set left or right, which how, how am I supposed to feel about it? So they get confused by some of the things he says. I think that when people are chosen, when persons are created, they are it is done based on their personality traits, and it's much better if you can take mostly the truth it gives credibility to their message and to the messages that deviate from the central message sometimes or create more of a dialectic by being, I don't know about Alex Jones, whatever he is, he certainly is effective. What is he accomplishing? The proof is in the pudding. Who Who's it for? Who knows how intentional is it? I don't know. But with Kanye, I think it's more likely that he's great at what he's doing because he believes it. That could be the case, and he could be discovering some of his beliefs. It seems that way when you watch him talk, too. The way that he did the album drop, by the way, it was the same way as last time. He did all of these crazy tweets, a lot of them which he deleted because he was tweeting, the movie Get Out is about me, which would imply that the Kardashians have kidnapped him and are trying to brainwash him. And wow. yeah. And then he, he tweeted that Kim is on a plane with a doctor coming to get him and, and have him put so he tweeted all this stuff about his relationship and people are going crazy. He's gonna get divorced. And I'm saying, don't you know that he is in the family, the Kardashians, which they they have built their billion dollar empire off of a reality show where they create fake drama amongst themselves. Do you not think that they are all like celebrating this and then once he got all this attention after these wild statements he pinned well he said i'm gonna focus on the music now and then pinned an, a new tweet to the top of his profile that had donda the name of his mom and the name of his album and saying that the album drops friday and a list of the name of the tracks so he got all the eyes on his page then pinned the album drop at the type's brilliant it really it's not yeah. it's not crazy it's not someone losing it's someone who knows exactly what they're doing here's some of the titles though this is interesting song titles i know god's I know God's breathed on this in God's country, God's country, praise God, new body, SpaceX alien, Lord, I need you off the grid. A very strong theme there. I'm so dog whistled right now. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, like, who's at the door? Who's at the door? What? What? <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really pretty interesting. I wish that the tweets were still up there so you could go read some of the things, but the album Holy tweet cow. still is up there. But at his rally, it was a very interesting rally. There was no really good audio on it. You were watching from people's camera phones, but he gets up there and he opens by saying, this is one of the first things he says to the crowd. Democrats ain't done shit for black people. And the most racist thing that's ever been said is that if he runs for president, he's going to split the black votes between Biden. Because implying that just they're going to vote this way just because they're they're black. He said that? That's good. That's that's how he opened the whole thing is is with that. And then he went on to say the the celebrities aren't the real power. The musicians aren't the real power. The real power, you never see them. You don't speak about them. You don't know who they are. The people that I'm speaking about that I'm risking my life to speak about right now. And then he goes on to talk about the advertising community, how they target black women between 12 and 21 and the stuff that we talk about. He was talking about how they deliver propaganda to specific demographics, which is he knows a lot about because he's did the very next day to promote his album. Well, that's the thing. There are so many deep state insiders who act like they're turning states evidence yeah. or telling the truth. Or, and, and it's always, in my opinion, used for a purpose. It's always limited hangout. And I've got to got to just draw the connection with Bruce Jenner. I mean, this is a guy with, what, three wives and six children. Transgender people know it from when they're little like that from what i understand that is how it works so that story always seemed weird to me and if they are that those if they are really the the kind of focal point of social engineering in this day and age through popular culture it would it would explain a lot of why they've they have such an impact in these various realms what the end goal for him would be, I think I have to see because I can't put my finger on it. I think he will probably run again in 2024 if he doesn't continue his run now, although he might continue his run now. Maybe he'll fund his his campaign off of the album sales he's going to get on Friday. But here are some of the... I think you got that right in the first place. Yeah, some of the positions that... This speak to some of the positions anyway. The abortion thing. Shortly, he... In the very beginning, he talked about the abortion thing, and he started talking about how when Kim was pregnant with their daughter North, I think it, I think that's the daughter's name, that North, the first yeah. three months they were talking Northwest. about, yeah, they were talking about aborting her, and they didn't know it was a, a girl at that point. But he said that one night he was in his apartment in Paris or something like that, and that he was on his computer doing work, and that all of a sudden his screen went black and white, and he took that as a message from God, God saying to him. You fucked with my plans. I'm going to fuck with yours. Perhaps it's an old laptop and the screen went out. I don't know. But that was his, at least the story of the interpretation. And he said he called up Kim and they decided right there they weren't going to abort it. But then he goes into the story of his mom saying his mom saved his life because his dad wanted to abort him and that he would not be here right now if his mom had not saved his life. And he broke down in tears and they seemed like legitimate tears. I mean, he was he was crying. He was ugly crying while he was talking about this. I think I saw a shot of that. I'm telling you, and I thought this from day one, he's not splitting the Biden vote. He's splitting he's the Trump splitting vote. The Trump yeah, vote. Yeah, that's what I have yeah. to, he he, he'll get some thing, of the QAnon, because I, I, I think he's anti-vaccine too. He also, he said that 
he's not on the board of Adidas, that nobody that nobody here knows who's on the board of Adidas, and that if he's not on the board of Adidas or the Gap and Adidas, these are two companies that he invests in, then he will he will drop them. He will no longer work with them. And the next day, yesterday, the stock for Gap dropped like seven points. And people believe it was a response to Kanye say threatening to walk if he's not put on their board. I thought that was interesting. The impact on the market. The guy's a smart guy. People writing him off as crazy. He's a billionaire, and he knows what he's doing with the media. A couple more interesting things is he talked about gun ownership, and he talked about if people knew how to use a gun. He says, don't shoot people. He says, you're going to be free. You will be free when you stop giving in to porn. You will be free when you stop pulling the trigger. You, and he said a bunch of really great things and what true freedom is. After saying that Rosa Parks didn't actually help slaves, she only took them to new white owners. I don't know if he was talking about mentally enslaved or not, but that really riled up the crowd. I had people call in uh, Atlanta saying that yeah, they had FUBU. Yes. A, they had FUBU. A couple of other and things. And there oh, is yeah. definitely a movement of that. Yeah. He said, you're free when you stop taking the Percocet. He spoke about his Percocet addiction. And so he made a lot of really great points. And then he, somebody yelled out Soros. And he was like, I don't know anything about Soros. I need to get more educated. But I heard he builds houses for people. So I'd like to talk to George Soros about that. He kind of just said it off the cuff. And then he said something about China. So I had to do some research about him in China. And this is something that I found interesting because I did not know this. He went to school in China for a year when he was 10 years old at one of the most prominent schools in China because his mom was a teacher there. And that kind of made what he said about China make sense because it seemed like he was talking about donating money to one of China's efforts to do something in Africa. And yeah, timeout. Monica's Where? doing the timeout sign right now. For <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> what? What was she teaching in China? English, I, I assume. I just but for whom? Where you just started? I just found this a second ago. Because that's where they, you get the deep state. If it was at a, yeah, I know. At like a quote American school, it was f- probably full of diplomats. I'm just like guessing. But that, I mean, the, Obama too. He was g- connected to the deep state that overthrew the Indonesian. Government. It was Nanjing University as part of an exchange program. According to his mom, he was the only foreigner in the class, but he settled in. He speaks Chinese. He picked up the language. His mom he speaks Chinese. I he said that his, he picked, his mom said he picked up the language. I don't know if he still Isn't speaks that Chinese. The Manchurian candidate. Isn't that the? When I saw this, this Chinese? changed my whole perspective on Kanye. I think even more so now he knows exactly what he's doing than I did before. Oh, and I think he knows who he's doing it for, but let's dig it. I don't think he's doing it for the Chinese. I just feel like he's all of a sudden, he is not, he's not Kanye from the block. No, 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 he's definitely Interesting. Not. Well, let's follow up on that. We've got to, uh, we got to wrap it up, but so wrap up what you want, but please follow up on the deep, deeper backstory of Kanye. Yeah, I'm going to watch the rest of that rally. I've only seen a little bit of it, but I will watch the rest and I'll probably have more about this tomorrow. I have a ton for the patron 15. I mean, a ton. I want to talk about corruption and this great insight I had uh, kind of indirectly from watching Monopoly on violence. I want to talk about this judge whose husband was shot and injured yeah. and his the son killed. I really want to talk about that. And uh, 
I want you to help me talk about the black umbrellas and frozen bottles of water coming in Chicago. This thing is all backfiring. Do we have time to hit the uh, BLM, I mean, MLB story? I can hit that in the patron 15, I think. All right. Let's do that. Let's do that. The patron 15. All right. You guys. Sugar. It's uh, share the show Tuesday. Share the show Tuesday. Please do share the show on social media or with somebody you think could use a little dose of truth, liberty, and justice. And also yesterday, instead of a DNB, we had a great, I've gotten a lot of compliments on our talk with Pete Quinones. Oh, fantastic. That was fun. You could share that or whatever. Just, uh, you know, keep our message out there. Share the show with Kanye. See if you can get him to pin it to the top of his Twitter profile after he says a bunch of really wild things. That'd be great. You guys can find your Drive Time News Blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform with the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want to access that extra content we post every day that we post at DMB, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report. We will talk to you in the Patreon 15 or tomorrow.